the Hallmarkies podcast, and we're very excited today. We have another one of our interviews with Hallmark uh, talent, and we're so excited to talk to uh, Nelson Wong is here. And, Hi. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hi. It's uh, it's great to, to be on the podcast. I, I love the Hallmark family, and it's, it's, it's exciting to be here. I've uh, visited a few Hallmark worlds. <laughs> yeah, you certainly have. <laughs> And so what we like to do is we like to ask our guests to uh, introduce yourself and tell us what inspired you to become an actor. Okay. Um, well, I'm Nelson Wong, uh, AKA Kenny Kwan in most of my movies. <laughs> yeah. um, um, and what inspired me to be an actor. Oh, and I, I'm in, I'm at Christmas at the Plaza this year. Yes. That's the, the one this year that I'm very excited about November 28th. Yes. Uh, Christmas at the Plaza. Uh, Directed by Ron Oliver, my good friend Ron Oliver. Yeah, we're gonna talk a lot about that for sure. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. What inspired me to be an actor? Well, I was always um, the class clown. I guess that was sort of my reaction to to not really fitting in. I'm a, a child of an immigrant family that moved mm -hmm. uh, to Canada when I was about six years old, and so I got I got made fun of a lot for my accent and for not fitting in and. Uh, I guess I was inspired by my mom, really, who's, who was always able to, uh, to find a funny way around it. If she could, you know, she, she made connections by making people laugh. Uh, and so that was sort of my response to bullying, I think, was just um, getting people to, to feel something, to get them to laugh. Or uh, I would do little skits in school during lunch break. And, and then it just, I just caught the bug. All my heroes were, were people like John Ritter and and Kevin Bacon and um, other actors that I'd uh, seen on television. Uh -huh. And just when it was time, I just, I decided this is what I wanted to do with my life. <laughs> Did you do any like theater early on, like in high school or anything like that to kind of get you, uh, get your, uh, get excited about the, uh, to get excited about acting? You know, it, um, I had a great mentor in, in uh, high school. Heather Robbie was the drama teacher. But I, I, oddly enough, I didn't actually do any drama in high school. Mm -hmm. I, was, uh, uh, I was more of a in, in the art class drawing and, and making comic mm -hmm. books. Oh. And it wasn't until um, I moved out, into, um, out outside of high school that I, that I realized, no, I'm going to give this a go. It's, um, it, it was uh, just one of those things when someone asks you, um, if you had all the money in the world, what would you do? Mm -hmm. And I certainly didn't have all the money in the world, but it was one of those trick questions where they say, if you had all the money in the world, what would you do? And then just why, why don't you just do it anyways? Right. And realize that there's, um, there's a way in which you can make a living or there's a way in which you can reap rewards for following uh, your passion. And that made a lot of sense to me. And uh, that's why I just decided, yeah, I'll, I'll commit to this um, acting thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's maybe something that people don't realize, especially when you're young, that that they're that you don't have to be a movie star. Uh, you can have a good, fulfilling career as a working actor. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. In fact, um, sometimes stardom uh, can get in the way of working. You know, uh, right. we, you hear some names, and then they're sort of uh, iconic for what they do. But the people who are sort of filling in the um, the the support roles. Uh, tend to have a good longevity because they uh, they they fit those they, they they're pieces that fit the puzzle. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense for sure. Did you grow up in uh, in the Vancouver area or this of Canada? Um, I was born in New Zealand. Oh, uh, that's right. And, and you're I, immigrants, right? And then moved to uh, Vancouver when I was uh, six years old, mm -hmm. and then just and I've been been here ever since. It's it's really gorgeous. Like the nature is amazing. Yeah. I think you see some yeah. of it in uh, the, certainly the evergreen trees that are in some of the Christmas movies, but yeah. Um, like at, like in the, the wedding March series, you see the, the, the inn and the, the lake. It's, it's just, it's a, it's really nice lifestyle up here. Um, good air, really close to nature. And, and we still have um, a lot of uh, visitors from all over the world, lots of tourism and the industry is quite vibrant up here because of the, certainly because of the natural environment, but also we mm -hmm. still have the city and, and lots of places that uh, look great on film. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've never been to Vancouver. I really want to go after interviewing so many people from after covering Hallmark and talking to so many people about it. But, uh, but it seems like the perfect place for Hallmark because there's, there's every kind of environment. There's like a beach, there's, there's a city, there's small town. 
there's kind of everything pretty close it seems like yeah it's pretty special to be uh around that sort of energy like yes uh -huh. there's the the city with with all the people and that social energy that you can have uh there's there's the business side of things but then there's also just being by the elements like being by the ocean there's something about the water something about um, trees and the earth and the rocks it, uh, and and the clean air that we get. Um, it's really rejuvenating and, and quite inspiring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I believe it. So when you got your very first role, did you, <laughs> did you like freak out? Were you so excited? I was, I was, <laughs> I wasn't even, um, it wasn't even a speaking role. The first yeah. role I had was uh, like a lottery commercial. So, and I, I felt like I had won the lottery. Yeah. And I was, I was like the best man at a wedding <laughs> and yeah. uh, yeah, I was just, I, the, it, within the spot, we were told to jump up and down like we were happy and it was really easy for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, I know. I totally would have a, uh, that thing you do moment where <laughs> you're like, ah, freaking out. I think I still do that happy dance every time yeah. I book a role. So it just stuck with me. <laughs> That's good. That's good. You never become jaded. You never oh, know that. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So it was your first role for Hallmark as the music teacher, I think, on your IMDb? I think actually it was the um, the Wedding Planner Mysteries, if oh, I'm okay. not mistaken. I mean, I'd, I'd done a few Christmas movies before, uh, mm -hmm. Chasing Christmas with Tom Arnold and um, uh, uh, and all she wants for Christmas, but those were other, uh, I think other those were, weren't part of uh, Hallmark. Uh, right. I think the first one was Wedding Planner Mysteries. Oh, okay. So that was with, that has Andrew Walker in it, right? Yeah, uh, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So yeah, that must have been exciting to, to get to get I'm to actually your first, right now. let me just see. Your first role <laughs> for Hallmark. Uh, it's hard to tell sometimes because from IMDb, sometimes it's hard to tell uh, what is filmed first. Oh, right. I see, I see here now. Music teacher seemed to have come out first. Yeah, that sometimes can be. And, but the music teacher, that was your first time working with Ron as well, right? No, actually. Mm. Uh, I'm yeah, wrong this, on both um, counts. <laughs> right, should we go into the Kenny verse? <laughs> we will, we will. But uh, well, okay. <laughs> it, it kind of it's kind of synonymous with the, the working relationship with Ron. Yeah, yeah. So, what was your first uh, project with Ron? It it was very very early on. Um, mm -hmm. It was in a it was in a mystery series for all the uh, sleuthers out there who like mysteries. Uh, it was a, a series called the Donald Strachey Mystery Series, but for the Here Network, uh, oh. Here TV, and it was about Donald Strachey who. Um, would uh, solve various crimes and uh, one on the very first episode of it, Third Man Out, um, I was the hotel clerk um, on his first nice. day of the job practicing his lines in front of a mirror. It was a very actor-proof role <laughs> Yeah, that Ron, Ron had created this character, Kenny. And uh, that, that moment was, was, was really funny and apparently it tested very well is what uh, Ron told me. And so they decided to bring Kenny back. So the idea was that he had got fired from his job at the, the hotel desk clerk because he didn't keep the, uh, the private detective away from the manager uh -huh. who, was, uh, who was a bad guy. Yeah. And so on the second episode, shock to the system, I come to his office and, and say, well, you got me fired from my job, so I'm looking for a new job. And I, I got folded into the family of the, uh, the detective series as, as sort of a sidekick and budding detective uh, under the under the tutorage of Donald Strachey, mm -hmm. <laughs> played by Chad Allen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, did you and Ron just super hit it off, or uh, <laughs> this relationship yeah. kind of start? Um, well, uh, he he was making movies up here. I think at the time he was making um, a movie called uh, Thralls. Uh -huh. I believe the there's another uh, title called Blood Angels about these vampires, uh -huh. and. Um, uh, we had met through through mutual friends and uh, established a, a quick friendship. And um, he he came to see one of my shows. He doesn't <laughs> he he loves TV and film, but uh, to get him to see some live acts is, yeah. is quite the uh, commitment. And so <laughs> I told him one time I was doing a, a sketch comedy night with friends, and Mr. Oliver uh, 
came to see it and he had a good time. And then he was like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to put you in my movie. And uh, nice. we've been doing that ever since. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. That was probably back uh, 15 years ago. Oh my gosh. That's, mm. that's great. So you got to take him. You're like, oh my gosh, I, I, I he's, he's actually here. He's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was, what? he even brought Chad. So it was him and Chad Allen. Cause I guess they were preparing for, uh-huh. for uh, third man out. And uh there were, it was it was fantastic it was such a fun night uh-huh yeah he seems like a really really fun fun guy uh if, if we follow him on instagram honestly. Oh. <laughs> wow he seems like he has really uh he's very he seems like a really suave fun it seems like a guy who could put on a pretty fun party <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely he's uh he's got a great great history as a uh, in entertainment uh, but mm-hmm. he's he's definitely um he's definitely well he, he knows how he's he's very well put together and he, yeah. he definitely knows how to uh uh how to make it just right lots of elegance mm-hmm. there yeah um, he's definitely uh someone i look up to that's great uh mm-hmm. so how did you how did the kenny thing it was just random that was your uh that was your name on this show and then yeah, it started off with that i think um <laughs> Well, Ron created the name Kenny Kwan, and uh-huh. I love the alliteration. Um, yeah. It seemed to uh, to clear in terms of uh, uh, it was a, it was a name that we could use, but uh-huh. it was certainly it was a name that uh, Ron invented. And and each time it just became well, let's let's what's the Kenny part? Let's put Kenny in this. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a fifteen year uh, collaboration. I say collaboration, but I really mean mentorship because uh-huh. I really get to uh, benefit from uh, Ron's. Uh, incredible vast experience and <laughs> and uh knowledge of entertainment yeah in all its forms you, you and, ever, ever have like someone intro- you're introducing yourself to someone and just like you might know me as kenny <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah i have i have several name tags <laughs> i bet say kenny yeah. that's just that's just from the props department thanks everybody um, <laughs> sure <laughs> That's really interesting. I mean, there's not that many actors that have done as many, as many, unless you're thinking of something like, say, Kelsey Grammer playing Frasier, you know, or something like that, like that if, but you've done it in so many different movies with the same name. Yeah, it's been 15 <laughs> years. And I think Ron and I have made 25 films. Yeah, that's together. amazing. And in only, and in three of them, Kenny had other names. Like, I think uh, there was a movie where I was uh, Detective uh, Jeffrey Wong, or like in I Do, I Do, I Do, I'm named Jerry. Uh-huh. And there, there might, oh, if, um, oh and in a, in, a, in, a, in a thriller uh, called um, uh, Something Evil Comes, I, I play a fellow named Chris. But within those movies, because they're part of the, you know, the Ron Oliver universe, uh, or as, as some, uh, some yeah. other fans have called it, the Kennyverse, when, when Kenny's there and Ron's. <laughs> And then I just I just assume that Kenny's undercover. He's just using another name. He's still <laughs> yeah. he's still uh, you know working on his private detective's license. He's just deep undercover. Yeah, you get a non-Kenny role, and you're like, wow, this is gonna have to be super method. I'm gonna have to go way deep. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what to do here. Yeah, that's there's a, there's a lot of homework before, yeah. <laughs> before that movie gets out. <laughs> that's really funny. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's so cool that you guys have gotten to work together so much, and and it had this. Do you have a favorite version of Kenny? <laughs> In favorite version of Kenny? Yeah. Um. Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, for um. I know they're all so special. It's it's. Uh, let's see. Let me think. I don't think I have a favorite. There's certainly ones that's that stick out for me. Uh-huh. Um. Uh. At the plaza, I, I got to, the, the fun thing about the Christmas at the plaza when it, as it pertains to Kenny Kwan is that I get back to my roots. I'm a hotel clerk. I'm a front desk clerk yeah. once again, but this time I'm <laughs> at, at the most prestigious hotel, uh, I think in the world, but in Manhattan, certainly in New York. And um, I'm the, uh, the, the head concierge with my, um, I have uh, special concierge pins that, uh, um, as part of my costume and wardrobe and it's it's sort of a designation so i like to think that kenny's come come very far in his 15-year career as a hotel clerk yeah yeah he's really making waves there it's pretty good mm-hmm. <laughs> so so <laughs> uh have you what's the coolest place that you've been able to shoot 
uh, a movie because out of these 25 movies have they all been in Vancouver or well Christmas at the Plaza actually uh, had me go to um, the east right uh, mm-hmm. the the story takes place at the Plaza Hotel in New York and um, it's it's a very busy place very obviously a very uh, prestigious and busy place in Manhattan so mm-hmm. they could shoot for um, only so much amount of time and then they had to move the production to um, another place that had these beautiful buildings and up in Canada we have uh, Winnipeg mm-hmm. which is uh, I guess we would call that east it's thing mm-hmm. because still they, they they say it's part of western Canada but it's just because it's west of Ontario it's still east of Vancouver anyways but the buildings in in Winnipeg are amazing they have these mm. gorgeous um, sort of turn of the century vintage buildings these these wonderful institutions and we got to shoot at the uh, Fort Gary Hotel in Winnipeg and it's just it was just lovely being there and it's always fun to travel for work <laughs> yeah that's really cool I was gonna ask if if they did any any filming in New York City or if it was all we kind of joke that 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 uh, you get so much of Vancouver as New York or Vancouver as Chicago or Vancouver as, um, but so they did shoot some in New York City yeah there. yeah it was a quite the privilege Couple to be able days, to shoot yeah. at the Plaza Hotel and mm-hmm. from the, the little bits that I've seen in terms of some of the photos and and, and little things here and there while I was on set uh, it's absolutely gorgeous um, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see um, how that energy of that of New York and of the Plaza Hotel uh, translates to to the romance on screen. What I saw, it was just elegant, beautiful, and and every every frame uh, had a vibrancy to it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wanted to ask about uh, what was it like filming the Christmas train? Where did you guys film that? <laughs> the Christmas the Christmas train was was so much fun. Um, so much talent on board of the, the mm-hmm. Christmas train. You know, you've got Dermot Mulrooney, Kimberly mm-hmm. Williams Paisley, um, Danny Glover, Joan uh, Cusack, my Joan Cusack. Person. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's exactly right. I, I was saving her for last. Cause <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like the main event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, was, it was. It was really fun, but uh, because it took place in a train, uh, it was a train that the production had built. So that oh, we wow. could um, move pieces of it, so that the cameras can fit, so all of the crew could be in there without having to sweat mm-hmm. um, too much. I'm sure they were sweating, but um, it, they would have sweat much more if it was a real train. So uh, they built that, and so we spent a lot of time sort of in this place with, you know, the interior is a train, the exterior is this, just a, a collect collection of two by fours and stairs, so we can get in. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very much like like camping. Um, the we had a green room with the actors and these barco loungers uh sort of that that were there from the old business i think it was their staff room uh originally from the old building that we were using and um it was really fun we uh if we weren't having fun on set we were in the green room uh just huddled together uh telling each other stories Mm. (laughs) it was really fun that sounds fun. I'd like to take a second from our interview with Nelson to thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They are the good folks over at Glamour Jewelry Box. And right now you can save $5 on your first month subscription. Go to GlamourJewelryBox.com and use code Hallmarkies during checkout. It's really cool what Glamour Jewelry Box does because we all want to feel plaza worthy, <laughs> especially during the holidays. And the thing that I think can really help uh, is if you have the right accessories and with glamour jewelry box you get sent a every month you get sent a necklace a bracelet and a pair of earrings and they really try to be trendy but not like weird trendy and so it's something that not everybody else would be wearing it'll be something unique but also tasteful and classy and beautiful and i was really impressed with the pieces that they sent over and so you can get five dollars off your first month subscription Go to GlamourJewelryBox.com and use code Hallmarkies. Mm. So your character was the bartender, right? That's right. Yeah. I So I died laughing at some of those drink names that they had on there. Like, the, <laughs> I just remember the, t- the Tiny Tim and these things. I'm like, what is, yeah, what, what is that name? <laughs> oh, right. And the, yeah, yeah. 
like that this is a small child why are they naming a <laughs> why are they naming a, an alcoholic beverage after them <laughs> yeah well i guess it's i guess you know uh is he the one that says good night everyone yeah god bless yeah, so us everyone probably, <laughs> it's probably the last drink you'll have uh, before you go to bed yeah i guess yeah that's probably true. good night everyone <laughs> nice and warm now yeah god bless us everyone uh i didn't think of that that's funny <laughs> yeah yeah it comes with its own it comes with its own salutation it comes with its own cheers uh-huh yeah and so is there any sort of difference in the experience of shooting and filming and making the movie between the mysteries versus the the other the other hallmark movies or is it basically kind of basically the same um uh, that's a that's a that's a cool question i think the hallmark movies and mysteries is um is a, a different is very different from the sort of um the ro- romantic comedy sort of lush mm-hmm. um uh holiday um uh, festive uh movies that you get on on hallmark channel i feel like hallmark movies and mysteries gives you so, uh, opportunity to be to have a little bit more suspense and um yet sort of quirkier characters because you have to have your your suspects and your victims you know the, the sort of what the the mis, the the mysteries allow you to do so mm-hmm. um they're they're both incredibly fun to work on uh, i feel like the um the hallmark uh, channel uh, holiday movies are are like showing up to a holiday party mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and the um the the movies and mysteries um uh, we get to really delve into that sort of the 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 edge of ooh, is this a good guy or a bad guy? And it gets gets quite fun fun to play those uh, those characters too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the impact they have on on the other characters in the world around them. Yeah, yeah, I, and I enjoyed the the this one. The I think it was Ron's first mystery, maybe maybe not. Um, the uh, the Picture Perfect mysteries. This recent one, I I, that's, I <laughs> that's the first one with the yeah ongoing yeah. Um, and on like a mystery wheel they're they're working on part two right now yeah. as we speak. well it had a cool kind of <laughs> like 1960s kind of style to it i particularly liked the opening credits and it, it was it had it kind of reminded me a little bit of like something like charade or kind of thing like i i liked that vibe that they were going for yeah the uh the, the sort of very inspired by um movies uh, the graphic designer Saul Bass, mm-hmm. you know, Oscar-winning uh, uh, work on um, Vertigo and uh, I believe uh, Anatomy of a Murder. That that sort of that '60s style absolutely informed mm-hmm. uh, the animated uh, credits. And yeah, and that was cool. It, yeah, and the production who the the folks who did the uh, opening credits really brought it brought it brought it uh, up a notch. To it's just so tasteful and wonderful and whimsy, mm-hmm. and really gets you in the mood for uh today's television mystery you know it's yeah uh, it's lighthearted fun but still uh still has that fun edge of suspense yeah. it was funny because there was that that had a shooting at a wedding and then it uh at uh in aurora tea garden there was also a death at a wedding and mm. i think and i feel like there was one more that i can't think of but like nobody's gonna want to go to a wedding and <laughs> Well, you just got you got to make sure you got to make sure when you when you uh, make that decision, you, you've uh, resolved all the issues with yeah. the people who were invited. It's I mean, mostly this is, that till death do us part is it's very right. ominous here. Well, it's such a such a pinnacle moment. You've got yeah. your friends, your family, everybody watching your this decision that you're making in your life. It's a uh, generally that's a that's a great thing if you can do it, if you can find it, and you can celebrate it. That's great. Um, but it, it's definitely ripe for um, mysteries in terms mm-hmm. of uh, suspects and who could who could have done it and why. Yeah. So yeah, it's very so, fun for story. Yeah. So y- you said that you do co- you did comedy shows. Uh, That's like right. Improv and stuff like that. So is that mm-hmm. something? Is the comedy? Is that something you try to kind of bring where appropriate to to find the com- find the humor, find the comedy in uh, in a role? Comedy has always been very important for me, just as mm-hmm. um, as an audience member uh, and and just surviving uh, the hardships of life. I like to think that uh, you know some people say that comedy is is a mix of uh, truth and pain <laughs> and distance. 
And I like to think mm-hmm. any any sort of drama from a distance is, is hilarious. Yeah. Can be funny. Right. <laughs> um it's certainly like the times tiny when... <laughs> the tiny... yes. <laughs> yeah, from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> tiny Tim was always lovely. I think he was very popular. Yeah. Sunny, he was a very sunny character. He was a very sunny character from what I remember. Yeah. Yeah, I mean um, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's that's cool. I because I feel like I could feel that in in these, and not that you don't want people to take it seriously, but I feel like it's always nice when there's sort of that little twinkle in their eye. Uh, mm-hmm. in their, having they're bringing whatever kind of humor because that's what we do as humans. Like most. That's right. Of us humor. Are, that's what keeps us going. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> You have to, uh, what is it? You have to laugh to keep from crying. Yeah, that's right. Because most yeah. of us are, you know, because things are awkward and whatever. Bad. And I'm so, yeah, for sure. But even when, even typically in hard situations, I feel like you end up kind of laughing a little bit. You can have somebody will tell a joke or just to break the ice and just to get everybody to kind of calm down. Uh, well, we our minds play so many tricks on us. Where we yeah. think everything is life and death, and uh, when you get through any sort of pain and you're you're still breathing, you gotta right. laugh. Yeah, because it's it's uh, not as bad as you thought it was, or or there's just on the other side of um, a painful experience. There's what is it, right? Oh, I've experienced yeah. pain. So what's this other side? And when you realize that you've come out through pain to whatever this is, you realize oh. There's more, and that yeah. in itself is a punchline, and that in itself is something to celebrate. Yeah. And, you know, laugh can be relief, uh, but it can also be celebration. And I think that's um, so, so often people avoid pain, and, and there's all these stories about pain that our minds um, uh, make us afraid of and make us avoid it. But it's kind of like, oh, when you experience pain, you get out to the other side. What is that feeling? It's kind of exhilarating mm-hmm. to realize that there's life after pain. Yeah, no, it's and that's, that's worthy well of laughing said. about. Very well <laughs> said. I, I, I completely agree. And uh, you, you just, you kind of, it makes you feel more like I really connect with this person. And like they can, obviously, you can take it too far, but it's just, you try to bring, it just makes them more human when they're not just taking everything so seriously. Now, now I would, yeah. uh, I would put that on my mom because. My dad is not the laughy, laughy, happy kind of guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, he's the one that takes everything seriously. Yeah. But you kind of need both. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's the old convention of um, um, you, need the, you need the funny one and then you need the straight yeah. man, right? Like Homer's only funny right. because Marge, Marge is sitting there judging him. Right. No, that's, that's <laughs> so, very true. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Uh, that's my mom and my dad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Especially in a couple, you kind of need like – I it's really hard if I think just from observing I'm single but just from observing couples it mm-hmm. ch- seems very challenging when you have two very strong personalities two very opinionated people <laughs> when you have them in a relationship it's like woo <laughs> yeah we we need everybody in the world right we need yeah. that contrast you need yeah. you need the grumpy ones you need the sunny ones yeah uh, and, they they work better with each other rather than uh without each other and you certainly don't want anybody to be like dominated, of course. That's not healthy. But but no, that no. that balance of a person who, I, like, I mean, I just feel like my parents are such a good example because my dad is more the idea person. He's more he's an entrepreneur. He's very very energetic. And my mom is more the uh, the she's more calming, more nurturing. She's I wouldn't say she's quiet by any means, but just just in the sense of sort of. She's just very supportive, and I, I think that's what makes them a really good match. Oh, that's lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nice to, to be able to observe that, too, to mm-hmm. see um, relationships that have high contrast. They're different people, but they, uh, it makes sense when they're together. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting, too, because my parents, they don't have a ton of like, hobby interests to the same. You know what hey, I mean? Right. Like, like my dad loves to uh go on this dirt bike motorcycle and do stuff kind of thrilling stuff like that where my Mm -hmm. mom is more she loves to read she loves to knit she loves stuff like that and and she loves art she's she's an artist and and but i think that because they both respect 
uh, each other and their and there's interests. A, and so it and makes there's got to be a curiosity too. Like, how mm-hmm. does that work? I do. Yeah. I do this all the time. What What does that look and feel like? And yeah. there's something that um, each gets to share with the other, and and you get to yeah. be the expert with the other. Um, it's it's very similar to the sort of the chemistry that we have going on Christmas mm-hmm. in the Plaza with uh, our character yeah. Jessica Cooper played by Elizabeth Henstridge, mm-hmm. and uh, the other character Nick Pirelli played by uh, Ryan Pavey. And um, yeah. Ryan sort of has that uh, man of the earth quality to him, and and mm-hmm. um, uh, as um, as Nick Pirelli and Elizabeth Henstridge as uh, the the PhD in archival history yeah. Jessica Cooper uh, has sort of that. Uh, well-studied, uh, look at these artifacts, yeah. sort of bookish quality. And the, the chemistry on screen makes makes a lot of sense. It's very much like um, the relationship between your folks and my folks yeah. in terms of that um, coming together of, of two different people. But that chemistry just makes sense. And there's almost a sense of, of relief. And uh, yeah. uh, it all makes sense when you see them together on screen. I'm excited for this one. I think the whole premise sounds really cute because they're, so she's the, the historian. He's Mm -hmm. a designer, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Christmas decorator. Interior decorator. And so they're tasked to, to put together this party between the two of them. And normally to be honest. Yeah. They're tasked by, um, they're tasked by (laughs) uh, Julia Duffy's character, Amanda Clark, who oversees all the, all the goings ons at Plaza to create uh, an installation for that speaks to the history of Christmas at the Plaza. Mm-hmm. So something nice and elegant. Uh, and the two are paired up to, to finish this project. Okay. So it's not as much, because normally the party planning movies aren't my favorite. It can just mm. get a, it can get a little boring for me because like I can't go to this party. So seeing them plan it can be kind of dull for me. Right. This is not so much uh, planning a party. It's, it's finding out what the story of Christmas at the Plaza means. That's sort of um, Jessica Cooper's way in. She's trying to find what the story is. And then uh, pretty soon she finds um, what, what the piece is going to be about, but there's also a missing piece. Mm. And I don't know if I can uh, speak too much about it, but uh, uh, then we go on this adventure to find, uh, find out what's missing in yeah. the history of the Plaza. And um, that brings the uh, our, oh. our two leads on this, this sort of uh, adventure. That sounds really fun because yeah, the party planning ones, it just can be like I don't really care what what food is ordered for the banquet, or <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it, they just can usually end up being kind of boring for me. And so, but if there's sort of a, it's if it's more sort of them making this art this installation and uh and their different points of view and the sort of the witty banter uh then i think that that could be really fun yeah i mean um when we're taught uh as actors and improvisers uh to create stories on stage i can't speak uh to the genius of uh ron's writing and directing ron Ron oliver's writing and directing uh process so i won't speak to that but as an actor uh, who does improv we're taught uh, and a story is only so interesting if you're pointing at something else that's not on stage, if you're making mm-hmm. it about something that's outside of the characters. So um, certainly the, the, the adventure that we're on is sort of an excuse to then yes. see uh, what's going on really between, between the characters. Uh, mm-hmm. Ron's created this beautiful story. It's very, I know it's very personal for him because uh, he's um, got a very personal relationship with the Plaza Hotel in New York. Mm-hmm. It's very romantic for him and his husband and uh, mm-hmm. how they, they spend their time before Christmas with the in-laws. And um, so for him to, to make this movie, uh, uh, he wrote it. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, it's a great um, romantic tale. Um, and um, this, the adventure is is built in there. But I think the, the true story, for me anyways, after reading the script, is about uh, being present in, in the moment. There's, there's so much that goes on in the Plaza Hotel in this, in this movie, right from the, the first frame, right from the first few seconds. There's so much activity. There's this flurry of, of um, what's happening. One of the characters even says that nothing unimportant ever happens at the Plaza Hotel. So you've got to keep your mm-hmm. eyes peeled. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's so much going on that you, you just have to be present. And it feels very much like uh, the story's really about uh, that sudden 
sudden chosen family that you just happen to be with when you're really present. All the different people that uh, yeah. happen to be in your life in the moment. Uh, and it's not about, um, you know, Christmas is three weeks away. It's actually Christmas is here right now with you, with the people that you're immediate, immediately around. And I think that story really, uh, it really makes it very effective in Christmas at the Plaza. You really mm-hmm. get a sense that this is a, this, this sudden, sudden wonderful family that's come together uh, with a common goal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, what's re- refreshing to me about this is that it, it, we've seen so many times the girl from the city coming back to the small town and it can be done, <laughs> it can be done well and I, I can enjoy it. But, uh, but this is just such like a different environment for uh you know for a homework movie and i you know i always joke that in the city the only way you could be a good person (laughs) in a homework movie is if you are a window designer or you (laughs) or you run a parade (laughs) so but this (laughs) parade the parade movies are great i love yeah they're really good yeah that's because i'm that's just because i'm really 12 years old in the brain i just love like (laughs) those big mascots and inflatables and and colorful things yeah (laughs) So this is really different. I mean, to have these two career dedicated to their career uh, people in New York City. You've got the Plaza Hotel. I mean, and I do love Christmas in New York so much. So mm. uh, even if it's not all shot there, I just just knowing having that environment and that ambiance, I think uh, is uh, is really. I'm very very excited to see it for sure. Yeah, I, and from what I've seen, it's it's just it's 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 very elegant, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of the plaza uh, in the movie as well. Like we mm-hmm. uh, we wanted to uh, have the characters create something special about the history of Christmas at the Plaza Hotel. Well, the the production has has certainly under the guys under the under the direction of Ron Oliver has uh, created a uh, a piece that that speaks to the history of Christmas at the Plaza yeah. as well. So it's. Um, it's going to be quite quite a treat. Yeah. Anyone who uh, loves uh, Hallmark and loves um, how festive uh, Hallmark and the Hallmark brand can be, this mm-hmm. movie is really bringing um, Christmas and and that that taste of Christmas at the Plaza to to everybody at home. I'm really looking forward to it because <laughs> yeah, I I I don't know. I just love that whole environment. When I uh, I've been to, I've been to Christmas in New York City a couple times, but. Uh, it's very special to me because in 2000, I went on a trip with my cousin and my grandma, and we just had the best time, the best trip. We went to, uh, the whole hook for my grandma was, we will go see the Rockettes. Oh, and, man. And yeah. my grandma loved the, the Rockettes so much. <laughs> We're like, we'll, we'll go. Well, it'll be so fun. And so she did. And, and they both passed on now, both my cousin and my grandma. And so I just think mm. back to that trip with just such special memories and, uh, and I don't know, it's just a, it is a kind of a magical place. And, uh, uh, and so I'm, I, I'm excited to see something kind of a little bit different uh, and uh, a little bit, uh, it'll be nice, especially because we'll have a, a movie every single day that week of Thanksgiving week mm-hmm. to be able to, to just have one that's got a little bit of a different setting and i love i love yeah. that you had that experience with your grandma and your yeah. cousin going to see the rockettes yeah um that that experience speaks that's sort of a new york experience yeah. that that speaks to me too um i've only been to new york uh one weekend mm-hmm. and um it's a weird thing that city it's it's this legendary american city mm-hmm. that um ron ron oliver says it's the city of our dreams yeah. because it's been in tv and film so much that yeah. when you arrive in new york you're like wait i know these buildings yeah i know these streets because we've seen it so much from home yeah um so it doesn't really feel like you're going somewhere else you actually feel like you're arriving in the place that you've always always seen and always um understood and yeah. the idea that your grandma saw the rockets and and really uh uh felt uh, a special connection with it New York's that place where you do feel that you've arrived. There's this connection with, oh, I I love this and I love this. Or, you know, there's there's your interests, but there's also this sense that uh, everybody's here, so I can just be me. It's kind of different from other big cities where uh, I find uh, with some cities, 
you go and you feel like you just want to fit in, mm-hmm. right? To whatever yeah. that vibe that city has. Mm-hmm. But New York, it feels like everybody just shows up as them. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, there's only one of this guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, when I saw some of the uh, city workers, uh, these big burly guys working and they work round the clock, like 3 a.m. Yeah. They're still, they're yeah. still working. And there was one guy who was just like, like I'm the guy with the leather cap and the fan and the, um, and the waist pack and the weightlifting gloves. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. And then there was, yeah. you know, at five o'clock in the morning, there's the guy in the, the gold LeMay speedos and the, and the rollerblades rollerblading down Man, uh, Manhattan. And I was like, yep, that's, that's him. Yeah. He showed up today. And then it's just this, every, everyone, there's, there's one of everybody as opposed to this, um, sort of this, this, uh, like people trying to just fit in. It was like, no, everyone here's showing up. And that's kind of very, very exciting energy. I love, yeah. love New York for that vibrancy. We'd like to take a second from our interview with Nelson to thank our second sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They are Skylight Frame. And right now is a special holiday offer. You can get $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com, enter code Hallmark. So not Hallmarkies, Hallmark for this one. And you'll you'll get the $10 off and you go to skylight frame, S K Y L I G H T F R A M E.com code Hallmark. And this is really cool. I mean, we've had digital frames around for many years, but I've never seen one like this where you can upload everything completely digitally. And what's really cool is that people can email Uh, photos directly to your frame. So you could be looking at your frame and surprise picture from a relative or some a member of your family or anybody who wants to send you a photo. And that'd be such a fun surprise. And you could even make it so it's a regular thing. Like you could have every Friday people share their photos, you know, with grandma. Such a fun surprise to have a picture from your sister or a picture from, because my sisters live in England right now. And so it would be very easy for them to just shoot a email with a picture of what's going on in their lives. And that would be such a delightful little surprise. I think they're very well-made. They're very attractive. Right now you can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame. If you go to skylightframe.com, enter code Hallmark. And so that's skylight frame s-k-y-l-i-g-h-t-f-r-a-m-e dot com promo code hallmark i was listening to an interview with tim gunn once where he said they were like do you do you critique other people's fashion you know when you see them you're like oh dude you know not like this outfit or whatever and he was like no as long as they own it (laughs) that it's great uh and i just thought that was uh really a cool thing that just as long as you're not apologizing for you know wearing the leather fanny pack like like if you own it then it's great yeah it goes to what we were speaking speaking about earlier about uh you know what how it works for couples to be uh different from each other we need that that diversity we need that vibrancy Mm -hmm. so that um we can we can learn from each other and also balance balance with each other as well to get to get curious and to to see that vibrancy that we can't do by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, like I said, I'm very much looking forward to it. And it's so c- crazy that he, that he not only uh, was directing it, but that he wrote it too. I'm like, where does he have the time? I mean, oh, he's, he a, makes, he's a machine. <laughs> he makes like six movies a year plus, right? I'm like, wow, that's incredible. Yeah. He was, uh, he was pretty much born to do this. Um, mm-hmm. He's, um, uh, he's, he's got, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know where it comes from, but he's, he's, uh, he, he's quite a genius in my mind. And, and I think the fans can agree that he creates these worlds that are so, uh, elegant, um, engaging and full of, full of feeling and, and, Mm -hmm. and fun. Uh, I really hope people, uh, watch Christmas at the Plaza and enjoy it as much as uh, we enjoyed making it. Uh, it was actually a lot of the family that, uh, we've, um, picked up over the years like uh, uh there was there's uh, plenty of the christmas train represented in it mm. uh ron and 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 kenny's back uh karen holness oh, uh, is her. back for uh yeah i love her too she's back for uh, christmas at the plaza and the, our producer karen spiegel on uh christmas train 
she's also uh, uh, she also worked on uh, Christmas at the Plaza. So, mm. uh, it, it, and and then I also worked with Ryan Pavey, Mr. Ryan Pavey, mm. yeah. on Hope at Christmas, which Ron wrote. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. Right. So that yeah. was actually the first wow. movie. Um, yeah. Uh, I was Kenny, where Ron wasn't directing, but Ron had written it. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's a it's a very special movie this year it really does feel like it's from our family to yours mm -hmm. just the idea that we've all worked together and we, we all had a wonderful time doing it and um even the story i think is about that sort of uh sudden chosen family that you have in the moment and certainly in in our in our glimpse in our moment of being able to make the movie it was yeah. it was a fun family uh feeling on set and uh i really hope cool. that uh, people get that when they're watching it now you making so many Christmas movies and I know a lot of these are filmed in the summer. Do you get kind of burnt out on Christmas where you're just like, eh, I'll pass <laughs> when, it, when it actually comes because you've done so many. Well, my relationship with Christmas is a weird one. Mm -hmm. um, I, I never really liked it when <laughs> I was uh, growing up. Um, you know, immigrant family, we didn't really, sure. we didn't really do it. I didn't really understand it. Um, and like all through growing up, it was, uh, it just felt alien to me or kind of a chore mm -hmm. or, or, or um, I just didn't feel like I fit in with it. And oddly enough, it wasn't until I met Ron uh, and we became friends. Mm -hmm. uh, he loves Christmas. Yeah. Ron Oliver absolutely loves Christmas. Uh, it's a special occasion for him to uh, bring the family and friends together. And uh, I think you can tell in his movies that he just loves everything about it. Like the, the decorating, the, uh, um, the spirit of Christmas and how, how uh, people are moved by it. So he really, I, I, I now spend my Christmases with him and, mm -hmm. and the family that we have uh, through, uh, uh, through friendship. Uh, and, and, and we, we I spend with him and his husband and all the friends down there. And uh, it's, a, it's really a marvelous time. So I, I, now, I now love Christmas. And I don't really tire of it. I, um, if I see any of the decorations, it's fun. The music I love. I now have like a, a holiday Christmas playlist that's on my mm -hmm. iPhone all year round. Uh, love hearing Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin singing uh, Christmas carols. <laughs> or that's their like Christmas my favorite thing. So you were basically converted to Christmas through Hallmark movies. This I was, I was essentially converted to Christmas through yes. Hallmark movies. Well, oh and gosh. I think more and more people are. There, isn't it yeah. uh, every Friday is Christmas now on the Hallmark Channel? <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, they, well, now I, I, they're moving it. They always move everything around. So I kind of joke that, that we should be, our, our new name for the podcast will be, <laughs> we cover whatever they decide to air. because <laughs> <laughs> It changes so much. That just like, okay, whatever. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's really cool. I love that story because you know we we focus so much on family so much that we forget of as you're saying the the family you create of your mm -hmm. friends and your uh, that can be just as rewarding and well it can be more so. Let's be honest. Sometimes the family, yeah yeah it can be family we're born so. into can be a little woo, but uh, it can be a little stressful. Uh, <laughs> but that that's really that's really cool. It's a really sweet story. Mm -hmm. uh, so what we like to do at the end of our interviews is we have what we call the team beat questions, which are these silly questions. And we have a holiday edition. Okay. This edition. So here we go. What is, is this your... like rapid fire? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. So what is your favorite holiday drink? My favorite holiday drink is <laughs> odd, like, <laughs> Um, it's not, it's not a, it's not a tiny Tim, sadly. Uh, I, <laughs> a sad, sad for tiny Tim. <laughs> yeah. um, oddly enough, oh, my favorite holiday drink is um, a, this is a, this is, um, ooh, uh, it's kind of a, it's kind of a secret. Yeah. But, uh, okay, you guys will all keep a secret, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay, okay, so uh, Ron and I on Christmas morning, uh -huh. when everybody's still asleep, uh -huh. we will go visit Santa Claus. Uh -huh. So we wake up at 6 a.m., 
Yes. And there's uh, there's a uh, there's a, a a drinking establishment in Palm Springs uh-huh. called Score Bar that's open uh-huh. at six a.m. and the bartender is dressed as Santa Claus. Oh. And we'll go visit Santa. Yeah. Just to start the day right. Right. Because <laughs> uh, it's Christmas. Sure. And uh, they they make the most wonderful tequila sunrises just to start the morning off. Yeah. Ho ho ho! Ho ho ho! <laughs> That's right. Just to get a little festive. Uh, very very That's good. A Don't tell anybody. Okay, we'll keep it between Nobody us. Nobody knows. Nobody and, knows. And the podcast. Uh, yeah, we're okay. Just, we're just finishing wrap, uh, <laughs> not wrapping gifts. It's Christmas Day. What are we doing? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> what what is your favorite holiday cookie or treat? My favorite holiday cookie or treat. Um, my favorite holiday cookie or treat. Um, oh, there's so many. There's mm-hmm. so many during the holidays, um, and uh, uh, Ron's husband Eric makes uh-huh. the best um, best treats. But he's always doing something different. Uh-huh. But he makes the best cookies, mm. um, and his sister Janie makes this amazing uh, peanut brittle. Peanut brittle. Mm. So it's it's really about what what they're bringing. I just I just <laughs> love. It. She just she just brings like t- tins and tins and tins and tins of treats. Yeah. She packs them in her car, and then by the time she gets to Christmas, it's 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 me just nibbling on everything <laughs> yeah we were just we just had actress donna benedicto on the podcast and oh she was just cracking us all up by telling us all about this craft services and like the delicious food that oh. they have there on the set she's like i don't know so I, yeah, yeah it's it's tough to it's tough to keep from just grazing all the time yeah <laughs> yeah <'Cause, laughs> So, what is your favorite Christmas song or carol? You said you have your oh, playlist. Uh, um, Mistletoe and Holly by Frank oh. Sinatra. Oh, that is cool. I I just love the way it begins with just that little blink, 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 blink. Yeah, and it's it's just so warm and and slow and yeah and delightful and and Frank's voice is is so gorgeous. I I I never tire of hearing that one. Mistletoe and Holly for sure. Very good. Okay. Uh do you have a favorite Christmas movie that you watch every every year? Favorite Christmas movie. Favorite Christmas movie. Um I like discovering new ones. Mhm. You know, yeah. um every every Christmas it seems to be a new one. So I guess uh I don't have a go-to. Yeah. Christmas movie. There's still some sinfully that I have I've never seen. <laughs> Like, Christmas, like um, uh, our movie Christmas at the Plaza takes place at the Plaza Hotel, and apparently so did Home Alone 2. Right. And that's true. And I've not seen either Home Alones. Oh, Nelson. And, right? <laughs> that's, a, that's a cinema sin right there, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. Especially as an actor. Like, that's a great Joe Pesci. Those are two great Joe Pesci movies that I yeah. haven't seen. Not to mention everybody else in the cast. <laughs> they are. Home Alone is very is a, like a foundation movie for me. It was one of the first movies in a theater that ever like really made me laugh when I was, <laughs> I saw it when I was, I was uh, nine years old when it came mm-hmm. out and I, I just, I went with my grandparents and, uh, and just laughing so hard and I've always just loved it. So uh, <laughs> you'll have to, you'll have to work on that and let us know. What oh, you wait, think. I think, wait, well, I can name one that comes to mind uh-huh was 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 one of the gremlins a christmas oh, yeah. movie or was the original gremlins a christmas gremlins, movie for sure yeah yeah right because uh little um gizmo was a christmas present right yeah 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 that i'm gonna i'm gonna call that one gremlins <laughs> okay good but no I, I like to watch new ones every year yeah. i'm surprised at what um uh what adventures take place over christmas there's yeah. a lot of action movies uh, oh, that's very true and horror movies there really yeah. are yeah so that's always fun <laughs> Very good. Okay. <laughs> it balances out the festivities sometimes. <laughs> what is your favorite? It sounds like maybe going to visit Santa Claus is your favorite holiday tradition, but do you have anything else uh, besides that Christmas morning? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in terms of uh, traditions? Yeah, like decorating a tree or just some kind of tradition oh. like that. Yeah, I do. Um, uh, I, ca- I come down early. We go to uh, Ron's place and we set up the tree. Mm-hmm. and um yeah decorating the christmas tree is definitely um one of my favorite things to do because you open up the box and it's not only um you know setting it up so it looks nice and there's the lights but every ornament you know you, it has a story to it it's it's either a 
a gift from a friend or a memory mm -hmm. that you had from a Christmas past or um, uh, just uh, things that you like to, to, to put on, to, on the tree and they, they represent different members of the family. So um, yeah, decorating the Christmas tree is definitely, definitely um, one of my favorite traditions. That's comes great. to mind. Uh, so I don't know if you, since the next question is what's a memorable Christmas gift you received uh, or, or have given, uh, I don't know, since you didn't really celebrate it as a kid, I, you probably don't have a, a Red Rider BB gun kind of moment, <laughs> but mm. anything you particularly, a special gift? I think special gift. I mean, I've had so, so like, I've been so lucky to, to have uh, wonderful presents. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the time. I mean, we, the presents are always nice. So, yeah. Um, uh, and I think I'm, I'm rather spoiled <laughs> down at uh, uh, Christmas with the, the friend family there yeah. when it comes to presents, but um, it's really the time, time spent with yeah. each other. Um, we, we, we spend time with the family and then there's the evenings where we uh, are, are sitting by the fire and sharing stories and, and reviewing how the, our year went and, and how things are going for each other in our lives. And, and that's really the, the special time, I think, that is, is real, uh, the real gift every year. Yeah, that's great. Uh, all right. <laughs> so which would you prefer, Scrooge or the Grinch? Like to hang out with? Well, just they're because they're both kind <laughs> the of Grinch for sure. Because <laughs> they're both kind of the cantankerous characters who hate Christmas and, and <laughs> at the start and, and go. Uh, so, all right, good. I think the Grinch uh, is cool to hang out with, but I really like the uh, the story of of Scrooge. His, his, okay. he, he seems to have more wisdom to to impart. Yeah, but the Grinch seems like he'd be cool to hang out with. <laughs> there you go. Good answer. <laughs> uh, do you like clear lights or colored? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> oh, that's tough. That's a tough one. Um, I like I like colored ones. Uh, on the outside, right? Because it's like, oh, yeah. it's so festive. Yeah. Um, but then if the trees got like so many colors, then I kind of like the clear ones because then it shows off the colors of the bulbs. Yeah. Or the balls. Yeah. Cool. That's good. That's good. Like okay. Yeah. Uh, would you rather do be in a snowball fight or build a snowman? Oh, build a snowman. Okay. Good. Good. All right. I bruise easily. <laughs> <laughs> would you consider yourself a good gift wrapper or not? Uh, I consider myself a good gift wrapper, but then people that like make fun of it. People <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> People give me this, like that side eye sort of look when they're like, really? Couldn't have. So. <laughs> You're working progress. Think I think it's good. <laughs> That's but it's, it's apparently not so great. <laughs> you. I'm, not, uh, I'm not one of the ones that are like really good at, um, um, you know, what you do with the ribbons and you stretch it so that it yeah, coils. Curling. I'll do one the right way. And then, then one just turns into this sad backward C. <laughs> and I don't know what to do with it. And, and it doesn't doesn't stretch anymore to do the, that cool spiral thing. So, um, yeah, that, that <laughs> might tell you if I'm a good <laughs> gift wrapper or not. All right, last question: Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater? And what is your ugliest Christmas sweater? <laughs> um, I actually don't. But on um, Jingle All the um, Jingle Round the Clock. Uh, we, we had ugly Christmas sweaters and, um, there was a store close by, um, set on our, on our last day and, and they were selling, uh, uh, Christmas sweaters. So I, I grabbed a bunch and I got some for, um, I got, I got some for Brooke and her, uh, writing partner, Michael, uh, mm -hmm. or, uh, sorry, rather Brooke. I got one for, Bro no, I got one for Brooke. Mm -hmm. I got one for Brooke and it was like, uh, I think it was like, it was padded. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was like the, um, I think it was like the butt of a reindeer. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> For some reason, it's like blue and brown and <laughs> and snow. I think there might've been a chimney. I think it was a reindeer trying to go down the chimney. Oh, right. That sounds good. I think it was That's that one. Perfect. Yeah, it was pretty, I thought it was gorgeous. Should have taken that from set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that movie must have really connected with you because it was all about, you know, the friends, friends yeah. uh, group. 
it was such a treat to be part of an ensemble cast and everybody was so um, friendly and so unique mm -hmm. and, and different. Um, and I, I feel like it's the closest to a Friends episode that I've ever yeah. seen on Hallmark. Right. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> that's great well thank you so much it's been so much fun talking with you i really appreciate it and uh do you have social media that you'd like to share oh yes um i'm uh on instagram i'm at nelson wong actor and on twitter i'm at nelson wong actor great and yeah that's about it okay we'll have that all in the description section people definitely want to follow nelson and thank you so much this was a lot of fun really appreciate uh, it Thank you so much too. And, and, and have a great rest of the season and, yeah. and hope you enjoy Christmas at the Plaza. Yeah. Merry Christmas. And uh, say, uh, say Merry Christmas from us to Ron and everybody there uh, that, uh, you know, that we we're so grateful for all they do. Oh, so. thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you, Rachel. All right. Bye. We'd like to thank Nelson for coming on the podcast. That was so much fun to get to talk with him. And so let us know your thoughts of any, all of the different things that we discussed. We'd love to hear on Twitter or in the comments section. And make sure you're following us at Hallmarkies Pod and the Hallmarkies Podcast, all over social media and on iTunes and YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes, please give us your ratings and reviews. And if you're listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that as well. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all over social media on iTunes and YouTube and on Rotten Tomatoes. So make sure to check that out and consider if you're looking for a holiday purchase, a holiday gift for your friends, check out our merch store where we have, we have exclusive designs by artist Jessica Miller and they are so cute. And then we also have our patron group, which we would just love if you became a member of the patron group. We have exclusives, we have giveaways, we really try to make it worth your while. So thanks so much and we will talk to you all later. Merry Christmas. <laughs>